Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. It seems like we have finally gotten a little break from all the headlines and everything speaking about the metaverse. For the longest time, every time I logged online, was researching NFT projects and what have you, I just kept seeing that everywhere. That became more mainstream than NFTs and Web3 itself. It seemed like metaverse was just everywhere. And it didn't help when Facebook changed their name to Meta officially, trying to corner the market on the whole metaverse media coverage and all of that stuff. However, we know that the metaverse is not just Facebook's creation. The metaverse goes much bigger than that. And it's sort of like the universe. When we're talking about the digital world, that is really the metaverse is in simple terms. However, these NFT projects, as far as what they were rolling out, it seemed like everyone had some sort of metaverse place, some sort of real estate, digital land or deeds or whatever it might be to get into that whole metaverse conversation. And even in this down market, these lands have been pretty solid for the most part. The Most of them, the floor really hasn't crashed or gone crazy despite everything that's going on in the market. Even the projects that are associated to various lands, the lands are much more stable than the PFP projects and everything else that they have going also. However, we often speak about metaverse as it is like a single use case, like one ecosystem with only one way of doing things and everyone's trying to compete for that same viability. And that is not true. In fact, if we're waiting for mass adoption for everyone to come in through the same door and use the metaverse in the same exact way, well, that might never come. There's not going to be one project that just opens up the doors and brings everyone in. I think because a lot of people are associating metaverse with meta Facebook, we're thinking of there's going to be some scale that is tipped as if like the doors are opened up, just how there is, I believe, like 2 billion people that are on Facebook. We're looking for that sort of thing within the metaverse, the digital version of that mass adoption. And unfortunately, I don't think we're going to see that same gateway for every single person as how Facebook has really dominated the social media landscape. However, I truly believe that we're moving to a digital world. And today we're going to discuss the more likely case for a mainstream adoption of the metaverse. Now, as far as these digital lands go, there's so many of them. I can't even honestly keep up with all of them. There's pixel voxels, there's uplift, upland, there's the pixelverse, NFT worlds, the sandbox, the central land, somnium space, and of course, meta. I mean, there's just so many of them and I can just go on and on and on. But those are the main ones that are going to take up a lot of the media coverage and what have you. And mostly because Facebook has that big massive platform with billions of users already and they have changed their name over to that their name is always coming up in that conversation so i think it was very strategic when mark zuckerberg renamed the parent company that was no mistake no accident and it seems like it was really working in the sense that despite their stock price and everything going down and people are trying to really FUD the company. And of course, we all have our issues with it, with their um, stance on different things, everyone's political views and all sorts of crazy stuff. Yes, there is rightful reason for people to be somewhat bearish about Facebook, but them changing their name to Meta, I think was very strategic and thinking 10 years down the future, well before the metaverse is actually a thing, they rebranded their company. And a lot of times we like to think of the metaverse as being all these games because most of those properties that I just mentioned are gaming. And that is not how Facebook is looking at it. Facebook is looking at it for more like meetings and business applications and 
face-to-face interaction, sort of like a Zoom 2.0. And that is the direction that they're going for the most part. Of course, they own the Oculus company, which they rebranded and are are put under their whole uh, Meta Quest brand. And of course, those goggles are just really what everything they're they're going to do in this metaverse is uh, centralized around. And it is not just locked for their platforms. You can actually use those in countless other applications and what have you those uh, 3D goggles and what. And a lot of creators, even Dr. Doge, when I interviewed him and he was uh, showing off his void and everything, he has one of those. That is how he's seeing inside that world and everything that he's building. What he's looking around with is using that. Now, going back to the whole thing, we like to think of it a lot of the times because these projects are presenting it as some sort of game. You own this land, you can do whatever you want with it and turn around and make a profit off of it or sell the land and uh, just do amazing things. Build run a business, whatever you want to do in this digital world. However, as I said, there are so many different applications for it because how many people actually play games? Truthfully, although I like a good game every now and then, I just don't have the time for it. So if you want to sell me on the idea of the metaverse and you're going to lead off with sitting down and building a digital world and it is just a gameplay, it's going to be a hard sell to me because I just don't have the time to do that. However, there are countless other applications that we can use, and we range all the way from games to very serious things. And speaking of serious, let me just go all the way to that end of things. Did you know that the U.S. military is developing what they're calling a military metaverse? I mean, I think that is wrong reporting in the sense that I think all of this stuff put together makes up the metaverse, meaning the digital world itself. So the U.S. military metaverse, eh, I think is a little bit of a misnomer and needs to be rebranded in the sense that it is not the metaverse. It is a part of the metaverse. It is the U.S. military digital world, but not necessarily the quote unquote metaverse, which is everything encapsulated in everything that I'm speaking about today. But at one point, I heard that Microsoft is building it for them. It was under a partnership with them. Then I started to hear that they're putting bids out because they have basically started it themselves and they're looking for partners to really take it to the next level. So what is the deal with this? I think it is pretty cool in the sense that they're using these digital worlds, virtual worlds to be able to simulate the training for soldiers. And yes, nobody wants to see war. However, Proper training in a digital world will have its advantages. And I can really see where they'll be simulating, say, going into a particular danger zone or a particular business, a particular building, and really simulating all of that so that soldiers can enter the place with less casualties, less risk to them. And they're just really prepared for anything that comes. But I think it's very interesting that they're putting out bids and they're going to work with other companies to really build out this thing. And I'd love to see where it's going to go in the future. Well, most likely I won't see where it's going to go because I'm not in the military. This most likely is going to be some sort of top secret private thing. However, it is this interesting application in itself that the headlines is U.S. military metaverse and they're grouping this into the digital world further proving that it is not just a one use case scenario where everyone's playing some sort of game. There's going to be multiple applications and ways to have a digital world and these little components, all of these things are putting together, making the broader metaverse. But since we're on this whole uh, service-based industry and what have you, I think of even first responders, whether it be the fire department, police officers, riot control, you name it, they could have the same type of training within a digital metaverse or within a digital world. Because if you can scale a building and 
identify what's going on, put out fires and rescue people in a digital world, just further simulates and makes it that much more interesting and realistic for the real thing, right? So I think that is a very interesting scenario in the sense that service responders or first responders could have a application in which they're doing their training in these worlds. They put on these goggles made by whoever and enter into this world. And really, they can simulate the heat for a fire and all sorts of things, put fans, things falling, loud noises, all of that, and really enhance the digital version of what they're seeing in the goggles. And things could get very interesting. And I would not be surprised if there is a major company developing this and they're just going to license it out to all the different departments around the world and the country and get their revenue from that directly. So it'd be very interesting to see that. But then I also read that there are various companies that are working on things such as Holy Land Tours. Because, for example, in Islam, there is holy sites, and people are supposed to take a pilgrimage to various sites, and during their lifetime, they're supposed to at least go to some of these sites at least once. And I think it's very interesting to know, especially during these COVID times when travel was very restricted. And in a lot of countries, it still hasn't opened up yet. But someone has come up with multiple ways of making these virtual holy sites, if you will. And I don't know if you're really strict in one of these religions, you might have an issue with this. But this is not here to debate whether or not this is a good idea as far as from a religious standpoint. I just think it's very interesting that they're building these worlds digitally so that people cannot that cannot physically go there still have the option to feel like they have been there and they are into the digital world and just a further expansion building upon this whole metaverse concept. And speaking of sites, I mean, this doesn't really have to be limited to even tourism and just being able to go around and see some stuff. I can see where architecture is going to be a metaverse heavy type of operation. Because, for example, if you're an engineer, you're trying to put together a massive skyscraper and all of these things, you want to test out various looks, various pillars and design options and, and shift all the stuff around. Why not just put on a digital goggle and step into that building that you're planning to build and blueprints will be fully 3D and assembled within a virtual world. That would be very interesting. Instead of seeing a paper blueprint and everything is just flat, well, to actually step into it. So just imagine trying to bid on a building. And instead of saying, hey, this is what we have. Here's a video. Well, what if the contractor said, well, here, put this on and step into my concept of this building. I think that would be very interesting. And I think that is a very likely scenario because as someone who's seen lots of construction projects and what have you, I like to think of even um, my father when he's trying to explain when he was getting ready to put up this building and we just could not see how uh, the plan that he was trying to put out was going to work, especially when you factor in parking and all sorts of different things. And he says, well, you guys don't have the type of vision that I have. You're just going to see what's going to happen. Just step back and watch. Now, yeah, that is <laughs> typical my father. But just imagine if this was the type of thing where he says, you know what? Okay. You're not seeing it right now, but put on these goggles and step into my world and bam, it is right there. And you can walk around, you can look, see everything that's going on and say, oh, okay, this is what your vision is. I get it. So very interesting because a lot of people aren't necessarily the best at communicating their ideas, even whether it is a blueprint or whatever, but to actually have a digital world where you can step in, see it and really experience what's being built, I think is going to be very interesting. And just speaking of checking out buildings and stuff, what about event planning, right? I'm in contact with quite a few event planners and understanding how they're doing things and uh, what's going on now that we're going back to the whole physical world showing up in real life events and all of that. But just imagine 
an event planner, rather than just going on a site and looking at some static photos or possibly a video, but you can actually have this whole thing up, the entire hall, where every, every, everything's going to be held, just slip on the goggles and walk around. You can see where the speaker stage is and uh, all the different areas for the guests, where the kitchen's going to be, the bathrooms, and just really factor out how feasible is it to be, have an event at this particular site. I think that's going to be a great application. And speaking of checking out buildings, what about interior decorators, right? I know Amazon has this feature where if you're buying furniture, you can actually use augmented reality, AR, and place a couch or a bed or whatever it is that you're trying to purchase and put it in the room using your smartphone or your tablet to make it look like it's already sitting in the room to see, well, how does it look? Does it fit over there? Does it complement the other things? Or is this going to be a clashing piece or what? And you can see that before you make the purchase. Very interesting. But just imagine now an interior decorator putting on the goggles, assembling everything as if it was in the real room, placing everything out, measuring everything, seeing color schemes and all that stuff. And then finally, after everything's all selected and approved, then purchasing everything, that would be very cool. An interesting shopping experience, but also an interesting designing experience as well. And while I'm on the topic of designing, what about fashion, right? Designer fashion. Now that is a world that I don't truly understand. Although I had a t-shirt company and I was really big into clothing and all that, I'm talking about really high-end fashion with uh, peacocks as headgear and waffles for sneakers. I mean, just <laughs> some very unique styles and choices of things. Well, just imagine if someone can have this whole digital freedom to create whatever it is and just mock things up, really see how things look on people, have a virtual event as if you're actually there looking at the runway, some very interesting things. And of course, makeup, which is another part of fashion and everything. Well, it's completely different in the sense that a cosmetologist is doing that, not necessarily a designer. However, that is a very visual Thing and just watching videos and maybe seeing photos of products or the process. Let's say someone's trying to learn how to do something or just wants to see, well, is this style of makeup or is this going to look great on me? Just having that ability to have basically a virtual makeup artist be able to test out different things and put it on you. I think that's going to be just really cool. Right now, we can build things in VR and really design things and change things around and swapping elements for, you know, various NFTs. And if they have a 3D file, such so as like the Chibis, the Voids and quite a few other projects, you can take those attributes and swap them around, sort of like really playing makeup or doing someone's face or fashion in real life. But you're just happening to be doing this with a digital character. So... Being in this whole digital world, you have your avatar, maybe it wants to look like you, you want it to look like you, or you can be a completely different person and to be able to mock up all the stuff and do those things, whether it be fashion or makeup, right in the digital world, that'll just draw in so many other people. So now I went through at least 10 different ones right there. And how many of these is going to bring in a billion people? Most likely not a lot of them or probably none of them. However, if you get 100,000 here, a million there, 10 million here. I mean, all of that adds up to basically being mass adoption. It is coming in these little pockets all over the place. But remember, the metaverse is the digital world. All of these things combined together basically makes up what we consider to be the metaverse. And I like to look at it as the internet, right? We don't call Amazon or Google or YouTube or the New York Times or anything of that nature, Twitter. We don't say, yes, these websites and these properties are the internet. No, 
those things make up the internet. So all these use cases, all those worlds and lands that I mentioned earlier and whatever might be coming in the future, because I know there's a lot of things in the pipeline, don't know when they're going to be released and uh, in what order, what have you. But I'm just saying there's going to be more worlds. There's going to be more projects. All of this stuff put together is going to make what we call the metaverse or we could say is making because the metaverse is here. But if you're sitting around waiting for two, three, four billion people just to show up and just enjoy everything that is here as it is. Uh, you might be waiting for that for a very long time or just in vain, but it might never happen. However, if you just accept it all together as one big, happy metaverse, we're going to get there sooner than you actually think. But I'd love to know, what are your thoughts on all of this? The whole metaverse talk and everything. I know I'm all over the place, did multiple examples, use cases and all of that. So I would love to hear your feedback, what you're thinking about this content in particular. And one of the best ways to do that that I absolutely would appreciate is a rating or review on whatever podcast after you're listening to. It makes a huge difference. Your thoughts and inputs will help to encourage other people whether or not to try the show. And it just does give me some feedback that hopefully helped me to become a better podcaster. So I'm looking forward to hearing from you. I want to thank you in advance and also for your return. But thank you for coming on this journey with me as we're learning and building Web3 together. Until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.